0: uh, uh, political families and dynasties in Carnahan and Blunt, but I like Roy's chances a lot. I'm really excited because uh, I got to travel early on in uh, 2009 to places like uh, New Hampshire and talk to uh, people like Kelly Ayotte, who's running uh, for the Senate, uh, for Judd Gregg's old seat in, in New Hampshire. Kelly's, if you haven't met her, is a former attorney general appointed by a Democrat governor and a Republican governor. She's the married uh, mother of two children, uh, married to a guy who flew A-10s in, in Iraq uh, in the Air National Guard. And he runs his own small business. But just a salt of the earth, wonderful uh, wonderful candidate. Uh, and then, of course, Florida. I heard you were going to have Charlie Crist here. And, of course, he and Marco Rubio are having a rumble down in, the, uh, uh, down in uh, Florida. Uh, we'll see how that turns out. Kentucky is going to be very interesting. There, Rand Paul, Ron Paul's son, running against Trey Grayson. Um, you know, I'm convinced that uh, we can win that Kentucky seat. Certainly Mitch McConnell has got his finger on the pulse, uh, unlike anybody else I've ever seen with the politics occurring in that state. is trying to help uh, Trey Grayson get through that primary. But you know, I think primaries are not a bad thing. I've been in 14 contested uh, elections. Uh, My hair used to be jet black, (laughs) but you know, and I never really wanted to get into a primary, but I have to tell you, after every primary I won, uh, it made me a better candidate. Uh, It made me more disciplined, it's kind of like a shakedown cruise, it helps with your name ID, it energizes your supporters, and so I don't think that's a bad thing, necessarily, um, especially when we don't have a lot of alternatives. Uh, it's not like uh, anyone's in the mood to have anyone working in Washington to handpick candidates these days. Just the opposite is true. If there's a message that we're hearing from the American people is they want uh, they want us to uh, ask uh, for uh, their advice and their direction. They don't want to be lectured to. They don't want to be dictated to from on high. We also have, uh, you know, amazing candidates step up and uh, and Take advantage of opportunities created by retirements. People like John Hovind in North Dakota. Now, you know, I understand uh, Senator Dorgan might have a different story, but I don't think he would have retired if John Hovind wasn't waiting to run uh, in the wings. And of course, Governor Hovind's got a 85% approval rating, uh, you know, stratospheric approval ratings, which are just, uh, I think. Uh, is the reason why Heidi Heitkamp, the former Attorney General of North Dakota, decided to take a pass. And I think it's a good chance Governor Holden won't have serious opposition. Mike Castle in Delaware. You know, what 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 did it take to make Bo Biden uh, decide to take a pass in Delaware? Well, it was the chances of getting beaten rather badly by Mike Castle, and I'm really glad that Mike uh, stepped up and decided to run. Illinois, Mark Kirk. Um, can you say Blagojevich? <laughs> um, I mean, unbelievable. This is a seat formerly held by Barack Obama, and uh, Mark Kirk I think has an ab- excellent chance to win. Uh, Alexi Genulius is a deeply flawed candidate that uh, I think creates a perfect opportunity for us in Illinois. Pat Toomey, after having run against Arlen Specter, Pat has uh, cleared the field in Pennsylvania. Now Arlen, a Democrat is in a fight for his life against uh, Joe Sestek and uh, my gut tells me that Arlen probably will win that primary but I think Pat Toomey's chances of winning in November are excellent. Uh, Pat's <coughs> a very smart uh, campaign and uh, fits I think the mood there in Pennsylvania. In Colorado this is uh, of course uh, Ken Salazar's old seat, another appointed Senator, who now finds himself in a hotly contested primary there uh, against the guy who thought he should have been appointed uh, by the governor. And uh, I'm really excited about Jane Norton uh, in uh, Colorado, former lieutenant governor there, outstanding individual. I'm sure many, if not all, of you have met her. And then, you know, what kind of political climate is it when, a, when the uh, sort of a golden boy of Indiana politics with $13 million in the bank decides not to run again? Uh, I mean, I think that says a lot. It also says a lot when uh, somebody like Dan Coates, after having been out of elected office since 1998, decides that, you know, out of concern for the direction of the country, he's going to get back on the battlefield. And Dan, I don't think, uh, I don't think Evan would have taken a pass if Dan hadn't uh, decided to get in the race. And uh, I like our chances in Indiana. In California, even you know, if, if, if you can win in Massachusetts, you can win anywhere. <laughs> and even in California, and a lot happening, of course, in the governor's race out there. I don't know why anybody would want to be governor of a bankrupt state, but uh, it's, a, it's a hotly contested race out there. Now, a three-way primary for Republicans: Carly Fiorina, uh, Chuck DeVore, and uh, Tom Campbell running out there. And uh, um, I. I think uh, we got a shot against uh, Barbara Boxer in in November. Matter of fact, I think we have a shot against every incumbent running for re-election because a lot of the mood that we're seeing is, uh, frankly, anti-establishment, anti-incumbent anger, and I think every incumbent better run uh, like uh, like there's no tomorrow. In Arkansas, uh, you know, Blanche Lincoln got a run from the left now from the lieutenant governor there. Uh, MoveOn.org committed a uh, you know, a million bucks. I've heard that's up to five million dollars been committed by the union folks because they wanted her, to, they didn't like the fact she changed her vote on cap and trade, and then uh, there were, at last count, ten Republicans deciding to run there. I saw this morning Blanche's approval rating is is at 27 percent. I mean, I think she is in uh, in big trouble, and uh, just as Harry Reid is in in the bottom, and with all of the candidates who've decided to run in that primary, leading Harry Reid. Uh, and I don't know how you change somebody's mind. It's not as if they don't know who he is. Uh, they do know who he is, and they've made up their mind. And how do you get them to change their mind is, is, uh, is, is very hard. Well, like I said, I think these primaries are fine. We want to embrace those who want to participate in the process, who are concerned about fiscal irresponsibility and national security, the issues that Scott Brown ran on and then we want to come out of these primaries unified and ready uh, to take on the challengers in november now you might think that in spite of all the races i mentioned to you that uh, our recruiting is done well it's not Uh, we still have some holes in our dance card in uh, new york but i'm anticipating some good news soon there washington state uh, dino rossi a guy i went out to see formerly ran for governor out there who told me no, in no uncertain terms, at breakfast, I had breakfast with Ian Slade Gordon out there about a year ago, is now saying maybe. Uh, And uh, she still has a lot of residual name ID. There's also a a woman who ran for King County Executive, Susan Hutchison, very impressive person. And I think Patty Murray has got uh, a record that uh, would provide a lot of fodder uh, for a Republican opponent. So we're we're still working. Uh, We've got, uh, I mentioned New York, washington wisconsin tommy thompson uh, god bless him you know he's he's uh taking a hard look at it and i think kind of moving our way And i hope he decides to pull the trigger i'm supposed to talk to him again today and i hope he does if he does run then i think russ feingold may well find it. it's the end of his uh, career in the u.s senate so if you can't tell, I'm pretty optimistic about our chances <laughs> in November. I'm not giddy. I'm not spiking the football in the end zone uh, yet. Uh, but I think we we find ourselves uh, with a lot of independents that voted for, you know, Bob McDonnell in, uh, in Virginia voted for uh, Governor Christie and New Jersey voted for uh, Scott Brown in Massachusetts. A lot of independents are newly open to uh, to listen to Republicans and our alternative message. And a lot of disillusioned Democrats. Scott Brown got 20% of the Democrat vote in in Massachusetts. But I don't think we can take anything for granted, as I tell my colleagues regularly, uh, just because they've fallen out of love with this administration and this leadership doesn't mean they've fallen in love with us yet. Uh, So we've got an opportunity, we've got a seat at the table, particularly the Senate with 41 senators, where we're able, if we hang together, to block the worst overreaching the administration Uh, what it does is gives us an opportunity to regain our credibility to regain the confidence of the American people and uh, lead again Uh, I think uh, in the Senate in particularly I think we have a great chance of uh, as I said rebuilding our numbers Um, in 2012 just you might be interested to know that there are nine uh, Republican seats up 23 Democrat seats up Mm -hmm. So if we do a good job in 2010, 2012, may indeed be the time when we uh, turn the corner. Thanks for uh, having me here this morning uh, and a uh, great breakfast. And I'd be happy to answer a couple of questions.